Ladies and gentlemen, this is According to Callus, and I'm here with your five for Friday. Yes, it is true. It is Friday, and it's not midnight, so I'm getting this out at a reasonable time. Hey, while we're at it, I've had a busy week. I went to go see Ted Cruz, and then I went to go see Don Huffines last night. Where are you getting your information? How are you getting educated on who the best candidates are? I'm just saying, now is the time. The primary has begun. You need to know not only who you're voting for, but why you're voting for them. Don't let somebody else make a decision for you. Hey, there's plenty of us out there. We do our homework. We do some investigation. We look into where they stand on things, and we're happy to give you advice. But the reality is it's your job, your job to know why you're voting for who you're voting for. And if you can't answer that, perhaps it would be best if you just don't vote at all. Okay, number one. For those of you that are not aware, there's a little something, something going on tomorrow up on 380 in McKinney, just outside of a mm, center that is supposed to heal people. And they're gathering together for a little display of their displeasure with governmental overreach and employer overreach. That's right. When the employer does the dirty work of the government, you live in a fascist system. Do not allow the government to bribe, cajole, and coerce business owners and large corporations to abuse your rights because the federal government or even the state government knows that they would be held accountable for that. If it comes down to it, some of us, some of us, just going to have to walk away. Peaceful non-compliance is the only way forward. And sometimes it means you got to give up that nice job. Restart your career. I don't envy those of you that might have to do that before I do. But we have to stand firm now because if we don't, those train cars won't be far behind. And if you think that's hyperbole, just check with some of the people that lived in Eastern Europe. Number two, PISD has pissed off their parents. Of course, not all of their parents, but just some. My advice to you, call the principal. Wear the principal out. Make them know that you don't like that. And if that doesn't work, call the superintendent. Call the school board members. Make them aware. You know, this is where the left outshines the right all the time. They get organized and they send emails. They make phone calls. And then the right stands there dumbfounded how stuff gets done that they don't like. It's because they work. Yes, I know a lot of them don't actually have real jobs and a lot of them are activists by nature. They get paid to do their activism. But the rest of us, we have a responsibility and a duty. It's pretty sad that when my friend who is on the school board is telling me that he's getting notifications at a rate of roughly 10 to 1 saying that they want to muzzle their children. That means we have to get off our butts. We have got work to do. Number three. SCOTUS, that would be the Supreme Court of Texas, got it right. Yes, they told 
Governor Gregg, that you cannot issue an executive order mandating something that exceeds your power. Now, unfortunately, they should have issued that opinion a year ago, but they didn't. But I'll I'll take it now. You know, just because Governor Gregg got away with it last year doesn't mean that he should get away with it this year. And just because he flipped sides doesn't make it better this time than it was last time. Now I know, I know there's a number of you that are upset because now your local school district or now your local municipal uh, city or even your county can go full tyrannical on you, but that's your own darn fault. You either vote them out, challenge them, in court, if that's what it takes, or you leave, or the other option is you make it downright miserable for them to pull this stuff. You should not, and you cannot rely on some dudes in a black robe or some ladies in a black robe to save your bacon. You can't rely on a couple of elected officials to come in and do your work for you. We, the people, have to let it be known. SCOTUS pointed out, yes, Governor Greg. That's all well and good. And while we might even agree with what you're trying to accomplish there, you've overstepped your authority. That means that once again, we're depending upon our legislature that apparently can't even get enough people to show up for work to do their job. And that, my friends, means we have to be involved. We have to take back the power from those that have usurped it and are abusing it. That brings us to number four. Yes, all elections are local. Now, Tip O'Neill used to say this back in the day. Newt Gingrich was smart enough to figure it out. And uh, George Soros, oh, no, no, take the tinfoil hat off. But even George Soros gets it. Why do you think they spent all that money? And now I'm basically, something I already knew, but when Chris Ann Hall is talking about it, I take note. They took over a whole bunch of DAs, a whole bunch of Secretary of States, a whole bunch of other lesser statewide offices so that they can weasel in and start abusing and manipulating power, even in those so-called red states. In case you're wondering, George P., that's you too, buddy. Yes, we have got to rein these people in. Every election's local. Everything that is involved, we have to be working on getting good candidates to run in there and change things. I know you people in Plano and where I live, McKinney, and those in Frisco, you're upset. You're annoyed that those elected officials are not listening. They're rejecting. In fact, they're trampling on you. And you're wondering, what can you do about it? Well, there's three things. One, oppose them actively, aggressively. Make them regret doing what they're doing. Now, you don't hit them. You don't threaten them. You don't get vulgar with them, but you just make them miserable. You question them. You challenge them. You show up. The other thing you can do, you can work against them. You can challenge them in court. You can challenge them in the next race that they're in. You can take away that authority and that job if you will just fight for it. And last but not least... Call this the nuclear option if you want to. Pull your kids from the school. Those schools are dependent on federal funds, but even more so state funds. 
The reason why there's all these federal mandates and state mandates is because that's how they control the school district. They put those mandates out. They give them money to shut them up and make them do what they want. Your local school district, they would rather get more money, even if they net infinitesimally more money out of it. They don't care. It's just more power, more money, more control. They don't care. And the cities do the same thing. Let's not fool ourselves. The way to fight back is pull your kids. Say you're going to homeschool them. Say you're going to put them in a private school. Yes, I know there's a good number of us that can't do that, didn't want to do that. But if they're going to turn your children into drones, if they're going to quote unquote abuse your children, I don't know that wearing a mask equates abuse, but let's just say I'm really uncomfortable with it. And God forbid they're going to force them to take gene therapy, right? Emergency use authorized products. You know, this is the interesting thing to me, right? Before I go on to number five, this is the interesting thing to me. The same people that are concerned about consuming GMOs, the same people that don't like hybrid vegetables, the same people that don't want all these chemicals sprayed on their plants before they ingest them. These same people that want animals treated in appropriate way and not pumped full of antibiotics and not pumped full of chemicals and not pumped full of hormones. These are the same people that are demanding that you genetically alter your body. These are the same people that think that it's a good idea to force people to take part of in a giant experiment. These same people need to go home, look in the mirror, and think to themselves, what have we done? What are we agreeing to? On what planet does this even make sense? Now, I know, I know, there's a lot of politicization here, right? There's a lot of people that are making politics and hay out of this. A lot of people screaming, trust the science. Well, what science? Who's science? What is science? Do you even answer that? Do you know that just because something 300 years ago was accepted scientifically valid doesn't mean it is now. Just because it's accepted scientifically valid now doesn't mean 10 years from now it's going to be so. Are you really comfortable subjecting your children, your posterity to an experiment? Please consider that. Consider what you're forcing on other people. Now, if you want to do that to yourself, fine, by all means. If you want to wear a mask, fine, by all means. I mean, Ted Cruz laid it out on Wednesday night. He's happy to do what he needs to do in order to function, and he doesn't concern himself with those because he thinks it's a reasonable risk. But he also said it's not his job to tell you what a reasonable risk is to you and your family. You should consider that. These are the people that are standing up for your freedom of choice. These are the ones that are defending your liberty to protect your body. There's no irony there, is there? Okay, number five, mission first. This is a constant issue that I have dealt with since I got heavily involved with political stuff as an adult. I have partnered with and worked with people many, many times. I like doing what I do. I like being in front of a crowd. I like engaging with people. I like being part of organizations. I like doing things. 
but I don't have to be that go-to guy. I don't have to be the front man. I'm content to do whatever we need to do because I put mission first. And I'm not saying that to pat myself on the back. I'm not saying that because I'm better than somebody else. That's not what this is about. But when we got into this business, when we got into this movement, when we worked on the revolution, let that sink in for a second. When we worked on that, we put mission first. We wanted to meet certain objectives. We wanted to accomplish certain things. And for a time, it looked like we were successful. And as that success came, there was some notoriety. And then certain members of the team really liked that notoriety. They wanted that attention. I don't fault them for that. I mean, that's human nature. I mean, I got to be honest. Some of the things I do is because I like some of the attention I get. But I would never do that at the detriment of somebody on my team. I would never do that to hurt somebody else, at at least not intentionally. I mean, obviously that stuff happens from time to time and I try to avoid it. I do my best to share and share. Like I do my best to build up those people I'm working with. I do my best to back up those people that are on my team. Unfortunately, not everybody does that. And it's disappointing and it's sad. But it's human nature. I just, I try not to get mad about it. I, I, I try to just tuck it in and just say, well, I'll be more careful with that person next time. Or mm, maybe I want to avoid doing certain things with the, that person. But by and large, those people are still on my team. They want the same things. I just don't know that there's a way to communicate to them that you're hurting the cause. You're hurting the mission. Because you're putting yourself first. You know, there's... Uh, I've referred to this before. And of course, now I'm, I'm going to forget the guy's name now that I'm on the spot here. But basically, there's a principle, right? When a, when a cause comes about and a group forms to fix that cause or address that cause, they're given a mission, and they generally get two pi- two types of people that join that group. Those that are concerned about the mission and those that are concerned about the group. And what happens is, is those that are concerned about the group or the mission. I'm sorry, not the mission, but the, um, the organization. There we go. There's the word I want. The organization. Those that are concerned about the organization slowly take over. They drive out the people that are... D- determined to fix the problem that are focused on the mission. They drive those people out because now we have an organization to control. Now we have money coming in. Now we have a certain amount of authority. We have a certain amount of notoriety. We have a certain amount of influence. And that becomes more important to that group of people that go into these organizations. They're there to protect the organization. They're there to build the organization. They're not actually there to fix the problem. They're not actually there to accomplish their mission. One could surmise that's what happened in the pro-life movement. One could certainly see that's what happened in the gun rights movement, NRA. But the idea that we toss aside the mission to protect the organization is what ultimately undoes everything. That is where the progressives live. Progressives are so much better at this than we are. Managerial class only cares about the organization. 
they don't actually want to solve anything. I've heard reports that this is a common issue, right? You you get into an organization, government organization, particularly something that deals with, um, I don't know, let's say benefits, right? Well, your power and your prestige is determined by how big your department is. So it's in your best interest to find more people that need to be dependent, more people that need those benefits, more people that you're quote unquote helping but you're really not helping them. You're not bringing them up out of the situation you're in. No, you're creating clientele. You're protecting your power base. And how is that helpful? It's not. The same thing can also be observed with large drug companies. Yes, there's more money in finding a treatment to a disease that helps you live with it than actually curing it. There's more money in not solving the problem, but helping you manage it. And being that those corporations exist to make money, is it any surprise that these cures aren't here? Is it any surprise that there are lawsuits launched all the time on this stuff? Now again, say what you want. I don't have the tinfoil hat on too tight. I'm just observing history, and all history has been driven by conspiracies. Some successful, some not. Some real, some more imagined. Draw your own conclusion. Before I wrap it up, let me just say, it's Friday. The weekend's here. You need to go home. You need to spend time with your family. You need to enjoy yourself. You need to recharge yourself. And we need to hit the ground running again on Monday. And remember, the fight is always there. The fight's never going to go away. Our enemy does not rest. And this is Stephen. This is According to Callus. And I will see you on the other side.